welcome. For the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Uh, my name is Spencer, and I'm one of your hosts on this podcast. And it brings me great joy to let you know that today I'm joined by the other two members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here today for yet another review, a highly anticipated review. But a review nonetheless, uh, as I have said, we are in a heavy review season. Yes, sir. This is Brandon. And of course, I'm Jordan. Now, there are a couple of things that need to happen before we actually get into today's review. Uh, Firstly, you need to know where you can follow us, where you can talk to us, where you can interact with us, and, uh, you know, where we can just have a good time together. So, Jordan, could you let the people know about that? Yeah, you can always find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, X, YouTube. We are all at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast, or you can always type in LMG podcast for short. Um, You can also even Google us if you wanted to. Um, We are also on the Google. Uh, So, yeah, that is where you can find us on social media. Uh, Of course, if you drop in the Facebook group, we are always in there talking Uh, We're always in there interacting. So if you love to get in contact with us, that is probably the best way to get in contact with us. So, yeah. And then don't forget to rate and review us on whatever streaming service that you use. Also subscribe, you know, like and subscribe our YouTube videos as well. Um, Let's say, you know, you don't you like to use YouTube while you're at work for some reason and you want to listen to us. Uh, You you know, you can check us out on YouTube. So, yeah, that is that. And then, of course, we have some scheduling updates. And, you know, Mondays, the league drops their episodes uh, weekly. We are a weekly podcast. So every Monday we drop a new episode. And then Brandon has his weekly podcast, Wrestling with Worldwide Willis, which drops every single Wednesday. Brandon, do you know about the events of the wrestling matches ahead of time? Or is it like a surprise? Uh, Sometimes it's ahead of time, but some stuff, they keep a surprise, keep hitting. Oh. Okay. Okay. So yeah, if you are into the world of wrestling and you want to know what's going on in that world, be sure to check out that podcast. And then of course, coming up this week is DC animation with Spencer and friends. That is Spencer's review podcast where he talks about, you know, the DC animated movies, uh, Spencer, what movie can they check out this week? Uh, this week we will be discussing son of Batman. As I said before, you know, this is that's a good movie. We're getting an introduction to a new Robin. Not going to spoil who he is, but um, uh, I guess no spoiler alert for like what a 10 year old movie probably is, 15 year old movie. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. knocking on 10. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, some people might not know who the new Robin is. So that'll be a surprise for them. So, yes, that is everything. That is where you can find us at. And, you know, without further ado. Let's get into it. Uh, So it is my understanding that there has been some news circulating, uh, some rumors going around uh, about some Fantastic Four, uh, Marvel's first family. Um, Who uh, let's 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 just see what the rumors have to say, because I have not heard much, but I do know there are a couple of things that have been swirling. So uh, what have we got? So, that 
some of this, it, it's it sounds like it's official. Um, and Brandon kind of talking about it. it sounds like it's official, but we're still waiting for the studios to come out and fully confirm this. But um, they seem to have landed their Reed Richard. That's not man. Reed Richards, um, and that is Pedro Pascal, who you know some of us Pascal. know him from Star, from what Star, Game of Thrones, who knows from The Last of Us. Um, some yeah, of us know him everywhere. from uh, yeah, what Star is he in Star Wars? Yeah, Mandalorian. He's absolutely Mandal- in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm tripping. Mandalorian. So yeah, what do y'all think about this? What do y'all think about that? I I, I mean, at first I was like. I don't know. I think he's a good actor, and it's just I haven't seen him play a like a super smart role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where Reed Richards is like consistently reading off like he's a smart guy in the room, right? So he's always talking about like formulas and and calculations and all that stuff. So it's like I haven't seen him play a role in that aspect. Like he's usually playing the like brooding. Action. Yeah, action person, you know. So, I, I'm. I think he's he's good enough. I mean, um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Spencer? Um, I think Pedro can do whatever he wants. Um, I don't know if I've seen him do anything where his performance was anything other than at least pretty good. Uh, so he's not who I would have picked for Reed, but I am not mad at the choice because, again, like he's he's the guy like you can pick him. You can put him almost anywhere and it's probably going to go well. It's I would say it's definitely interesting to see them go. But of course, Pedro, I think he's almost 50. So yeah. that means they're going with an older Reed Richards. So it doesn't sound like we may not get an origin story. Uh, for Reed Richards, or not Reed Richards, but for the Fantastic Four. Like, I'm wondering if they're going to already have their powers, already be established as the Fantastic Four, maybe been doing it for a few years, and uh, maybe go from there. So instead of, like, traditionally how we always seen them be young and go through the, you know, whole way of how they got the powers. Probably. We may see some flashbacks, because I I think that most people, like, when most people think of Reed Richards, they think of him with, like, the gray sides. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that's just people's like image of Reed in their head. And so it made sense to me that they went this route and, you know, they may talk about it or explain it. But, um, you know, it, it's also one of those situations where we didn't see Spider-Man's origin story. He had just kind of been doing this. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I was wondering, like, will they do that same thing kind of with the Fantastic Four? Because, I mean, and by I mean, this point... A lot of people kind of know the origin story. Right. Especially with the franchise having, what, three movies? What, two? Uh, three? Two. Three, three, so they made three, one, two, and then the three. remake. Yeah, well, yeah. actually, it'll be four. That yeah, old like, one that was like in the Yeah, 80s. from the 90s. Like, oh, the 90s. Okay, this yeah. thing. Like, so there's there are three first Fantastic Four movies. Right. Uh, there's the 90s one, the 2000s one, and then the 2017 one. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't think you have to tell that story. It's not super interesting anyway, to be honest. Um and, I mean it would it would be interesting to see Doctor Doom before and after, but that's the most interesting part. Like the family I'm not like before and after I'm not as crazy about. 
Yeah. And even though Pedro is old in real life, that doesn't necessarily mean that he'll be old in the movie because yeah. we, he looks we younger anyways. Yeah, like we've seen people of a certain age play a different age and right. it's been fine. So I don't know how much weight that will hold because Pedro's probably going to look like he does for a while. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, apparently, I don't know, Joe, if you were going to bring this up, but like a woman named Vanessa Kirby, potentially, I don't know. I don't know. It's a bunch of rumors, but go ahead, Jordan, about the second one. Okay. Um, so this next one is, and this one's pretty breaking news of, as of this recording. Um, and like I said, we don't know if this is necessarily true. The uh, the studios haven't come out and confirmed it, but they are eyeing uh, Javier Bardem. Bardem? Is that how you Bardem. Say Bardem. Bardem. Um, a lot of people might know him from No Country from Old Men. Uh, he was King Triton in The Little Mermaid. Uh, he was also, I think, the bad guy in Skyfall. Uh, Skyfall. Yeah. Um, he was in La so La Crocodile. Him. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that one yet. Um, but yeah, they are eyeing him to play Galactus, which uh, now that I'm thinking about it, it isn't too bad because honestly, Galactus is fully masked up most of the time anyway. So, I mean, I'm sure we're just going to see his mouth and CGI. Yeah, yeah like, I think a lot of voiceover. Yeah, it's it's going to be like at the least a voice role at the most a motion capture. Yeah, yeah, I could see it being a Thanos situation where it's, you know, he looks like the actor. Obviously, the voice is the same, but then they'll, you know, add all the extra stuff on top of it. But um, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not also, not the choice it. I would have made. Yeah, it's definitely not the my first. I wouldn't, he wouldn't even have been on my thought list, honestly. But Javier Bardem is kind of known for villain roles. Like, he... Mm-hmm. I mean, no country for old men, uh, Skyfall. Like he he does a villain well, and so maybe that's why they went with him. But I mean, yeah. he's he's just Spanish Jeffrey Dean Morgan, <laughs> right? I and, just I don't know. I mean, great he's, actor. I'm not I'm not trying to yeah, take no. away from his acting. Like he sure. he can. He's one of those people, like, if you put him in a movie, again, it's probably going to go well. Right. I just, for me, Galactus is, like, one of my favorite Marvel characters. Like, he's so interesting. His story is interesting. He interacts with so many different characters. And, you know, and so, and anytime he shows up, it's always like, oh, shit. Like, Galactus is coming. So, I was always looking forward to, like, all right, who are they going to do? Who are they going to use? Who are they going to use? And then, this is just like, uh, okay, uh, okay, it might work. I just didn't, wouldn't have thought of this person at all when thinking about the role. Uh, agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and then, I mean, Marvel, Marvel has not made very many bad casting choices. Yeah. Like, so generally speaking, I, I trust them in that regard because while... They, they don't have any, like, off the top of my head, they don't have any just, like, misses where it's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Uh, Brie Larson isn't, no, I don't think it's to that degree. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's it's yeah. it's not the kind of miss Jesse Eisenberg was. Right. No, facts. That's facts. Yeah, that was terrible. That's <laughs> but, that was I, awesome. like, that's one where I'm like, they could have gone better. But yeah. I don't hate 
that choice. Like, I don't think it was a bad choice. I just think we we could have, you know, thought about it a little harder. Saw right. who else was available. Right. Um, so then last thing about this Fantastic Four. So I guess it's going to be directed by uh, Matt Shackman, who is the same person who directed WandaVision. And um, so for the most part, we all enjoy WandaVision. Um, but I would definitely say, like, after the, the writer strike and the actor strike, like, it's been over. Like, we've gotten so much information. Um, I just want to throw this out real quick. We got a trailer for uh, What If Season 2, which, in my opinion, I watched the trailer. looks way better than Season 1. Um, and we also got the trailer for uh, Madam Web, which I was not expecting that at all. Um, that's going to be set in the Sonyverse. And then I feel like there was one more trailer or one more teaser that we got. Um, but off the top of my head, I can't remember uh, what it is. Oh, it was a Suicide Squad game. My bad. But uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit of everything. Um, oh, well, I guess uh, the Avengers Kane Dynasty, uh, they lost their director. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, <laughs> was kind of odd. What happened with that? He was it was the director who directed Shang-Chi. He was supposed yeah. to come back and direct that. I honestly think it's more due to them. It's the rumor is they're pivoting from like even more now that they're pivoting from uh, Kang. Kang. Yeah, yeah. So gonna, I think he just go ahead and drop, jump ship before anything and just gets worse. Right. I think he's gonna rename that Avengers movie and kind of go from there. But yeah, we'll see. But I, I think it's a kind of reactionary. But then also it's like. This multiverse thing ain't working. So try to quickly <laughs> make a left or make a U-turn. Get back to yeah. what works, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see what people think about us, like, covering rumors. Like, do they like us covering rumors or do they really rather just see them on their own? Because um, some people might not know any of this information and we could be the only podcast they listen to where they could yeah. get the information from. So I'm, I mean, sure I know I'm curious it. to see if people like yeah. I know a lot of people who do not, who aren't tapped into that degree. So I mean, yeah, I think it could be good for the, us to like inform them and then give our opinions on it. Yeah, because honestly, when I be just talking about talking to people in regular day life, they'd be like, "Uh, no, I had no clue." Um, I find out when I walk in the theater. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, definitely let us know if you care about us covering rumors or not. Um, and we have already told you where you can find us at. So, all right. Take it away, Spencer. Uh, Jordan, please run the spoiler warning. Listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us. Once again, if you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you. Please enjoy. And so with that out of the way, we can discuss. Uh, I can't necessarily call it the newest uh, Disney hotness, but it is the newest 
Disney Plus hotness. It's just not the newest MCU hotness. Um, we would like to have gotten this review to you a little earlier, but they keep stacking shit up. So, uh, you know, it had to, you know, come a little later. But that's okay, because we are here for you. Uh, this review's been highly requested, and so uh, we got to give the people what they need. So, you should have listened to our review of the first episode of Loki. So, now I'm going to read a synopsis in my own words for episodes two through six, and then uh, we're just going to talk about it. So... Episode 2, Breaking Brad. We open with Loki and Mobius looking for Sylvie in 1977 London. They and B-15, 5, X-5, pretending to be a famous actor calling himself Brad Wolf. They begin chase and Loki captures him. They bring him back to the TVA for questioning. OB is trying to fix the temporal loom and gives Loki and Mobius a guidebook to uh, figure out... Uh, what is going on with Brad's jailbroken temp pad. After a very tense interrogation, Mobius loses his cool, so he and Loki get pie and devise a plan to get him to talk. During round two of interrogations, Loki gets Brad to tell him where Sylvie is. Obi attempts to contain the branch situation but realizes that it can't be done without Miss Minutes, who is nowhere to be found. Brad takes Loki and Mobius to the McDonald's where Sylvie is working. At first, she has no intention of going back, but then learns from Brad and Docs is up. Learns from Brad that Docs is pruning all of the branches. Uh, they are able to capture Docs, but a lot of damage has already been done. And some of her people were able to escape. Renslayer is located and Sylvie goes back to McDonald's. Episode 3, 1893. We open with Renslayer arriving in Chicago, 1868, where she meets with Miss Minutes. He Who Remains made a plan for if he died to drop off a TVA guidebook to a young variant version of himself. Loki and Mobius use the trace on Renslayer's temp pad and arrive in Chicago, 1893, at the World Fair. They see Victor Timely presenting his temporal loom prototype, and then he hustles up, you know, a cool little grip. Renslayer is trying to talk to him. Loki and Mobius are trying to talk to him, and they end up being chased by some of the folks that he hustled. Then Sylvie shows up and tries to kill him. Miss Minutes provides a distraction, and Victor Timely is able to escape with Renslayer. They travel to Victor Timely's laboratory in Wisconsin, and Miss Minutes convinces him to dump Renslayer. When they arrive at the laboratory, Miss Minutes starts talking about love and a physical body, so Victor is like, nope, and turns her off. Renslayer shows up, then Loki and Mobius show up. Renslayer starts monologuing, then Sylvie shows up. After pleading for his life, Sylvie lets Victor Timely go back to the TVA with Loki and Mobius. She then kicks Renslayer to He Who Remains' dead body. Miss Minutes tells Renslayer that she knows a secret about her. 
episode four, part of the TBA. We open with Miss Minutes showing Renslayer that she was the leader of the army that led to He Who Remains claiming victory. He then sent her to run the TVA and wiped everyone's memories. Loki, Mobius, and Sylvie take Victor Timely to OB, and they talk through a plan to fix the temporal loom. B-15 goes to Docs and asks for help because deep down she knows that Docs cares about protecting the TVA. Renslayer shows up and offers to give them a life if they help her. Brad is the only one interested in joining her, so Miss Minutes executes Docs and her entire squad. Miss Minutes locks everyone out of the TVA system, and Brad takes Victor Timely to Renslayer. Loki runs into the time-slipped version of himself and prunes himself, saving himself, and OB reboots the system so that Miss Minutes is no longer a problem. This also shuts down the magic suppressors, so Sylvie takes over Brad and prunes Renslayer. Victor Timely is able to get the door open. Uh, he puts on the suit and heads out there, but is immediately, like, he does the noodle dance. Uh, meaning, he is turned into a colorful al dente angel hair pasta. Then the temporal loom explodes. Episode 5, Science Slash Fiction. We open with Loki standing in the control room alone, having survived the explosion. He finds himself time-slipping again. Then, like Victor Timely, the entire TVA HQ does the noodle dance. Loki then time-slips through everyone's origin story. We see that um, Casey is... Frank Morris escaping Alcatraz in 1962. Uh, B-15 is a doctor in 2012. Mobius is a jet ski salesman named Don. OB is a science fiction author in 1994 named Doug. Since Loki is unable to control his time slipping, he needs to get to a point before the explosion. Doug suggests that Loki get everyone together. Doug is able to build a temp pad, and Loki is able to collect everyone except Sylvie. When Loki does find Sylvie, she still has her memories and is not interested in helping Loki at all. She does get him to admit that he doesn't want to be alone. Sylvie's world starts doing the noodle dance, so she decides to help. Then, in Doug's lab, everyone starts to do the noodle dance. But through the power of friendship, Loki learns to control time slipping. He is able to slip back to before the explosion. Episode 6, Glorious Purpose. We open with Loki having time slipped back to right before Victor Timely did the noodle dance, asking OB what they could have done differently to fix this problem. The answer is that... Uh, they just needed to go earlier. So Loki slips back further and further, trying to ensure that the job gets done before it's too late. Loki is able to slip back far enough for Victor Timely to fix the loom, but because the branches are infinitely multiplying, there's nothing they can do to keep it from overloading. So Loki slips back to the point before Sylvie kills He Who Remains. She says... If you want to stop me, you're going to have to kill me. Eventually, He Who Remains has Sylvie go away so that they can talk. 
He Who Remains explains that the temporal loom is just a fail-safe to delete everything in order to protect the sacred timeline. He Who Remains then tells Loki that he needs to kill Sylvie, but he slips back to his initial arrival in the TVA and talks to Mobius. After they talk about the big picture, he slips back to episode five to talk to Sylvie. Then Loki slips back to before it explodes and he goes in there himself and destroys the loom, which sees branches floating freely. Then Loki sits on his throne and forms all of the branches into a tree and taking over as the overseer of time. Now, everything uh, seems to be good over at the TVA. B-15 has a seat on the board. Miss Minutes is no longer bloodthirsty. Uh, the TVA is keeping track of He Who Remains variants. OB releases a new edition of the TVA guidebook. Victor Timely never gets the guidebook as a child. And Renslayer is in the pruned lands. And uh, Mobius retires. And that's Loki. Season two. Great work. Great work. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Uh, so, Brandon, out the door. What's the number? I want to say. I wish I had looked at what I gave. I, I have it right in front of me. Do you want me? Okay. Oh, so when we reviewed it, I don't honestly, I don't even remember us doing this, which is crazy. But uh, we. I don't know. Did we predict what we thought it was going to be, or did we say what we felt about episode one? I thought we did both. Yeah, I thought we did both. Okay. Well, I have myself at a 7.5. I have Brandon at a 7.5, and I have Spencer at an 8. I think that but, that sounds uh, like our predictions for what it's yeah. going to be, because I'm pretty sure I did not give that first episode an 8. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Overall for the season, I give it an eight. I give it an eight. I thought it was a slow burn. Definitely, I feel like season one was like closer to a nine, maybe even you know nine, nine and a half. Whereas this was, it was a few episodes like mm, okay, you know, I enjoyed them, but they weren't necessarily to the level, you know, we've gotten from Loki every time. It definitely wasn't like dialogue. Um, heavy like season one was, which is kind of what made it such a great show uh, with Mobius and, and Loki kind of running around buddy cop. But the last like three episodes really, you know, they hit. And so, yeah, I, I have to give it an eight. I thought it was really good. Um, executed well. It was a good ending. Um, wish some of the characters got more time. Like I wish Mobius got a little more time. You know, some of these people got more time, but overall, I thought they did a good job. Okay, okay, I'll go next. Um, an eight. Uh, I will say I think that uh, there. I think the dialogue was good. Uh, I mean, I think that this show was still led by good dialogue, and mm -hmm. that it was like I didn't feel like dialogue was missing or that that was an issue. I, I feel like they did that well again. Uh at least for the whole thing. The I I mean I do like the little conversations that Mobius and Loki would like have with each other. Like that that was very buddy cop. Mm -hmm. Um just their little their little interactions about like little things. Right. 
So that was that was good. But um, yeah, as far as the dialogue and like talking through what all is happening and Loki having to do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, I thought it was pretty good. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking eight. I I enjoyed it more than I was worried about not being able to enjoy it based on yeah. the first episode, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I also had faith that because it was Loki, they would deliver in the end. And like you said, the burn was slow. Yeah. <laughs> like. Jordan? Yeah, I mean, just piggy- piggybacking off what you just said. For me, the first two episodes were super slow. Honestly, I feel like they could have either combined those two episodes or cut like three-fourths of that in till one singular episode within those two episodes. Cause I was like, yo, if this is what the show is gonna be like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like this. But then it picked up. Episode three was good. And then like Brandon said when we talked about it, like the last three episodes, those were amazing. Um, I really love that. Um, I do wish that we also got to spend a little bit more time with Sylvie um, and some of the other characters. Um, honestly, t- some of the time um, manipulation, time slipping, you know, going back and forth. I did get a little lost sometimes, but that's just how time travel is. Like, um, I guess once we really start talking about it, I'll get into more details. Um, but yeah, the ending was just, it was a fantastic ending. And I'm going to bump uh my score up to an eight but we'll see how if it continues to go up um after we kind of finish talking about everything yeah okay makes sense makes sense um gentlemen do we want to talk through the characters or do we want to talk through the episodes i do i want to touch on sylvie just real quick okay first season i was like okay I don't love the idea, but another Loki. Okay, cool. She did. She did a good job. So I was like, okay, cool. This season, she was the most annoying character. The whole season, it was just like they were explaining to her very logical stuff. It was like very logical. Hey, okay, we need to go back and fix this thing because it's going to cause it. I don't care. And it was just like, yeah. bro, how are you not understanding what he's explaining to you? And it's like, I don't know. It just felt like whatever situation it was, she was the one in the room who was the most illogical person out of everybody. It was just like, what? She was yeah. definitely going off emotion. And yeah, it didn't make sense. That I was like, yo, Sylvie, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. She's like, nope, I'm going to kill he who remains. That's the only thing I care about. Right. Well, they, they address that because she says in the episode, like, I'm selfish as fuck. And she says to Loki, like, she makes the point that he is too, but like she very specifically was like, No, I'm I'm very selfish. Like that's what this is. That's how we got here. Was but that, my selfishness. But he explains, like, okay, you could be selfish, but all that stuff you wanna enjoy selfishly ain't gonna be around right. <laughs> if you do what what you Literally, continue to do. All the time will be wiped away if you continue right. doing this. And she was like, Yeah, but what about free will? Yeah, okay. what about these fries, these fries I'm selling. But, yeah. <laughs> Flipping burgers at Burger King. Yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah. how'd y'all feel about Mobius this, uh, this season? Pretty the same as the first season. Like, I thought he did good. 
Yeah. Um, I'm glad he was there. Had a good time. Like I said, he uh he definitely filled the buddy cop spot. Right. I thought it was interesting. Well, them kept going to go get pie. I was like, dude, what's up with the thing with pie? And they was like, you, you want to go get pie? And then they asked Sylvie, did she want to go get pie? I was like, no, why I want to go get pie? That's why I kept, I was thinking like, bro, what? they just want to go get pie in the break room? Like, is that what they said? <laughs> yeah, you got to have a solid break room. Their break room looked legit, too. Um, yeah, like they had all the pies in there. Yeah. I, I thought Mobius in this series took a little bit of a backseat as yeah. compared to season one. Um, there was just now that we have all the cast members, they kind of have to focus and put a little time into them. Yeah, I um, think that uh, yeah, like a lot of Ob- a lot of Mobius's minutes had to go to Ob. I think. Yeah, I agree. Had to go to Ob. Yeah. We had a little more Victor Timely, so some more minutes got to go to them, you know, and, and things of that nature. But I thought Mobius was great, and I thought the time they did focus on Mobius, I mean, Owen Wilson like kills it every time, like. Uh, when he was actually the salesman, that was hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, he, he was just, legit still trying to sell them damn jet bro. Skis. Oh yeah, <laughs> like in the mid, in the midst of like a time collapsing tragedy, he's like, hey, you need a, you know what I mean? You like, I can't, I can't ride two at the same time. So right, but, but no, he that, that explains his fascination with jet skis from the first season. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that's. Yeah, just seeing him with his boys and all that stuff. Like those, those episodes was amazing. So, anytime they, anytime they gave my ISO, he killed it. So, with, I don't remember if we talked about it. I don't think we did on the first episode. But if you guys were in Mobius' position, would you want to know what your counterpart is? Like, would you want to know where you're at on the timeline? Nope. I think my curiosity would have me wondering but i wouldn't want to actually know yeah and and it's for so that, that reason like i wouldn't i wouldn't want to see if if i had children then that would that'd be an issue for me right so yeah no i, I wouldn't yeah. someone asked me that and i was like i wouldn't want to know um because like once you know is you it can't like, un-know. And it, yeah and like what if you really want that life yeah you're literally gonna do what movies did like He's not going to be able to do his job anymore. He got to go back. Yeah, he retired yeah. so that he could. Yeah, right. So I mean, no, nah, I would. I mean, like I said, it could be bad. It could be where I feel better about the situation I'm in with the TVA. But like you said, like you're taking a chance to where you might be in a situation where you got a family, a wife, or all these things that you love, yeah. and you're just like, damn, you know, I'm out here living this office, you know. But that's a good question, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ob loved Ob. He was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was cool. I like. I liked Ob. Ob was hilarious. He's, just, he's like too. Obi. He's like too smart for his for his own good. Like he's like, Ob. Hypothetically, <laughs> could this happen? He's like, no, you can't do it. He's like, yeah, but hypothetically, say like, no, it's not. It's impossible. And then he's right. like, oh, he's like talking about the time slipping. He's like, no, time slipping is impossible. Said, but you just saw him do it. He's like, "Oh yeah," it's like, <laughs> like that. That stuff had me laughing right there, bro. I love his little office, bro. I was nerding out in that in that little office he had, bro. I was like, bro, this is this type of stuff I love, where it's just the office of inventions and stuff, and yeah. half of them aren't even finished yet and all that stuff. It just all every Obi was great, and then every like set piece he was in was great. Even when they were in uh, they on Earth, I'm assuming, and they were. Like he was grabbing all the um, 
not variants, but you know, the OGs were. Oh, yeah, they when were going back to get them and they went back to like that, that room or whatever. Yeah, like Carrier, yeah. whatever that was. Um, that was a dope set piece, but no, Obi, Obi was amazing, man. He was, he was a great addition to the show. Okay. Okay. Um, and then B15 and Casey also got pretty good number of minutes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they B15 were, took a step back. I mean, they, they were in the, I mean, they weren't like main squad necessarily, but they were absolutely like in the next tier of character i mean i feel I like i feel like season one they was in the b tier and then i feel like in this season they took the c tier like they i feel like they stepped back even more um because i was hoping yeah. to see something to happen between b15 and when the other squad was stuck in that room before they all got killed like she gave them opportunity to like come to their side like i thought mm-hmm. we were gonna see more interaction with that stuff she gave like a a, a heartfelt speech and yeah we just we couldn't see that paid off because they got killed yeah no, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, B-15 definitely didn't get as much time. I wish we got a little more focus on, like, didn't she have, like, a family or some shit? Like, she was a doctor. Yeah, we just yeah. saw that she was a doctor. Like, so she That's right. was just helping a child, and then that, that was all yeah. we saw. Like, yeah. I don't, even, I, I don't even know if we got her name. Yeah, like, I, I feel like we might have, but I don't remember. But I wish we got a little more time with her. Like a little more time, because I mean, she was struggling with the fact that the concept, going, yeah, the concept of going back, like just as much as Mobius was. So yeah. it'd have been cool to get a little more time to see, like you know, what she was struggling with and all that stuff. So, but Honestly, overall, the character was great. I forgot the other guy. Like when the episode where, uh, you know, Loki goes to rescue the original ones, and the dude is like nineteen thirty eight, escaped from prison. Oh, Bro, yeah. I was so lost. I was like, who is this dude? I did not remember him at all. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they made him like that was that was random. Uh yeah. The fact that they put him in Alcatraz and I mean they actually made him a real person. Like that was strange. It was kind of funny yeah. when he was like Loki trying to steal stuff uh, at the place, yeah. but I mean, and that's his thing. Like, he was a thief. Like, that's yeah. what he was in Alcatraz for. Right. right. But, but yeah, like, making him Frank Morris was uh, an odd choice. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, The other guy, didn't they, wasn't he, like, an actor? He was a very successful oh, actor. Uh, was it Brad? Was his name? Brad Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, and so he was, uh, you know, just kind of, doing that like that wasn't yeah. a variant of it like that was him oh that's right he he li- he to live. that's <laughs> yeah. right that was that was him choosing to live a life yeah that was a good episode um and I, i'm glad we got to see loki use some magic in it yeah that's true because that's that's one of the things that i really liked about that episode is loki got to be loki mm-hmm. and yeah, oh, yeah is uh, that the one where they're trying to get victor timely and they like loki got to do all the magic stuff is that that episode they he don't used, have Victor Timely yet. Like we haven't yeah, met Victor Timely in this to, episode. He used to, it to capture Brad. Yeah. Oh, he made like a bunch of copies of himself, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just reminds you how powerful Loki is. Sometimes you forget 
Like with Bro, all these episodes. I mean, Mobius said it. He was like, sometimes I forget that you're a god. Yeah. Because remember they saw, what did they see? Like uh, all the, the uh, Norse gods, like they saw Odin. Yeah. Yeah. And he, Loki was like, Odin doesn't look like that or said something. And I don't, I don't know who that third person was. That was like, I'm his not brother. Like, I'm not super familiar with Norse mythology. Like, only a I thought it was one of the uh, one of the trio. You know, I'm talking about who the um, oh, the Warriors three. Yeah, the Warriors three. I thought it was one of them because th- I thought they mentioned that. I thought it was apparently in the comics. Thor has a brother. And that's who they were talking about. Like, that was comic accurate, whatever they were like explained it. I guess the person, the brother hasn't shown up in like many comics since, but I remember someone doing like a YouTube explain thing and they said he was like a Thor legitimate brother in the comics, but that was like in the 90s or whatever. And I'm sure that it, like, that dude is actually in Norse mythology somewhere, but like, yeah, probably. I, I don't know Norse myth. Like, I, I and I didn't feel the need to check. I was just like, uh, mm, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that scene was funny. Like that that kind of interaction with Mobius and uh Loki just being like, Are you, you sound a little jealous? Yeah. yeah. And Loki being like, he does who is nobody knows him. And I was like, Loki's not wrong. Like right. nobody knows that guy. Sure. So that made sense. Sure. Uh, you... And then uh, we got to no, go talk about uh, Jonathan Majors. I was just about to bring that up, man. How did y'all yeah. feel about the Victor Timely performance? Bro, it sucks that he's going through what he is going through, dude. It sucks because I enjoyed him as Victor Timely, and I enjoyed him even more as he who remains. Yeah, like that's yeah, I. Yeah, I'm in that same boat. Like Victor Timely. Like I was kind of tired of Victor Timely, but Same. like that's because he was a character that like th- that was the character, and he did that very well. And then when he was He Who Remains, I was like, oh, I forgot how good he was as He Who Remains. Yeah, yeah. man, he was amazing. That's what I that sucks. Felt like he got in his bag. The Victor Timely for me, it was a little overacted. It was a little. I was just like, all right, but, but if you think about it, bro, he he, what he from like the 1930s? He literally got transported he was from the, into the future. He was from the 1800s. Yeah, it was 18. Oh, the late 18, 1800s. Yeah, late yeah. 1800s. So and that's what I'm saying. So everything around him, and he's nervous. I mean, and he was that way in general. Like, and I mean, I see why. But yeah, like he kind of he kind of fit into a like super nerd stereotype, yeah. but also. Um, and we'll definitely get into this, but I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it now. Um, you know, he was a hustler, and bro, they kept calling him boy. You know how many niggers he would have been? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, in, bro, he wouldn't be ni- alive. Yeah, in 19th century Chicago, oh yeah, bro. there would have been hard R's all over the place. Bro, he would not dude, have made it out of there. Bro, he'd be dead if you sell. Like stuff that don't work, faulty stuff that don't work to a white guy. The first time they say, "Hey man, you stiff me," he'd have been dead. But that's, go get they, the they, go get the shotgun, get the dogs. But they tried get, to get the rope, and they weren't yeah. able to, like, because there were magic people in the way. But yeah, no, they they yeah they wanted to get him. That's but you know that ain't the first time he doesn't stick yeah. somebody yeah that's the thing because he we see him meet one of the people that he got earlier and he was right. like i'll come by next week 
and you no. Yeah. You can tell happening. he's very comfortable giving giving people like, oh, oh I'll come back next week. Oh, I'll, I'll fix yeah, that thing. He's a hustler. Yeah, he's a hustler. But um, yeah, I I just thought like, oh, they okay, Disney. Y'all, if y'all weren't gonna do it, you didn't need to do it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. But, but no, I mean, yeah, like you said, like the, especially when he became he who remains again, I was like, damn, this is cooking. He was cooking. Like, and people shit on Quantumania, I get it. But like he was cooking in there too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every That's time like, he's every time he's on screen, it's good. Yeah. Every every time he's able to play He Who Remains or Kang, he cooks every time. And it's just like He's just surrounded by or well, quantum man, he's surrounded by some bullshit. But bro, I'm just like, I, I don't know. I, I, the multiversal thing is kind of trash the way they've done it. But it's like if they would have just focused more on Kang, we don't need 13 different versions of Kang. We just need about three or four. Well, you know I mean, there are a bunch of versions of Kang, and so they went with an actor who can handle multiple versions of Kang, so, right. I mean, when, it was a good move, I think. But yeah, He Who Remains just, is a... Yeah, like, that's... I was like, that. this... I, when I, Loki, I just wish we had more time with him. He's so good! Yeah. When Loki was talking to him, and Victor's... I'm not Victor, and then He Who Remains who was like, this ain't the first time we've had this conversation. Bro. And Loki's like, like what? And then and also like when he snaps and freezes everything, and then Loki's yeah. like, "What makes you think I can't do that?" And then he's like, "Undoes everything." I'm like, "Come on now, they cooking right now." Yeah, when they was in they, every they time cooking. they in that room, I know we gonna you know I know we gonna cook because yeah. yeah, when he was he was like, I, "I know what's going on here." Like at first, I was like, "Ah, oh, he's just he's just a part of the loop, right?" Loki's the only one who's kind of in on it, and he's like, "Nah, homie, like I know what yeah. you're doing." Let's go ahead and He's cut like, her out of this. Yeah. Unless, you're still trying like, to figure out time skipping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever Loki or yeah, whenever Loki was like, so you're just not gonna defend yourself, he was like, eh, all right. Yeah. And still, like, Sylvie just stopped. Yeah. He's like, finally you talk to me. All right, uh, let's run this back. Uh yeah, that, that no, was that's man, funny. Yeah, that, he's like that was so I thought good. you I thought you'd be past his level already. Yeah. He was yeah. like, oh, oh, you ain't learning shit? And then yeah. he just go grab, Lil just go grab the chair and like, all right, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. They were they in the bag on that one. And it was crazy because he was just like, yeah, that thing you've been, the loom you've been obsessing over, that's just a, that's just a, a little extra thing. alarm system. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just a little extra alarm system like, I got set up and just then in he, case. And, and I've, uh, it seems like there's been a theme in uh, the MCU lately of like you're gonna have to make the hard choice, right? Yeah. yeah. So like if if you want this title, you are gonna have to make the hard choice. So either you kill her or we keep going through this. Yeah. And I got time. Yeah, today I yeah. got time. But I yeah. I love that he was like, oh, you thought you thought killing me was enough to make me die? Right. Yeah. Nah, you got me confused. Like, of, like of course I'm messing. Y'all still mess with Victor? Is it Victor Timely? He's like, I'm like, yo, he calling out an own version of himself, making fun of the other version of himself. Yeah, he's like, oh, y'all talk to that little little square ass dude. Yeah. Um, would y'all? What would y'all? Would y'all have killed Sylvie? What would y'all have done? In a yes. heartbeat. <laughs> I, I know y'all too. Yeah, I, I know y'all too. Y'all too. The type of niggas just be like, oh, there's an option here. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't want to kill her, but like under the circumstances, yeah, she got to die. 
Bro, this yeah. sound like our Transformers argument, bro. Y'all, y'all dirty. <laughs> so wait, you would so you you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. I I would have did like Logan. I would have just been like, all right, hold on, all right, let me really hone in on this to see what my options are before I gotta murder somebody. But y'all niggas just like, no, I wouldn't kill her immediately. Thousand times. I would yeah. have you know done my due diligence and been like, oh well, if this is the only way, she got to go. I'm like, damn. I don't want to do it. I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> this is not something like I am gonna have to grieve. And uh, but she said, if you want to stop me, you're gonna have to kill me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Say less. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't want to do it. But, honey, you got to die today. That's tough, man. That's tough. You know, murder that that lady. Yeah. I don't want to do so. It. All right. So when it came to like all the time traveling stuff, did you guys like catch on immediately? Because I feel like I feel like it was like might have been like episode four or yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it's episode four when Loki basically sees himself um, stuck in the loop trying to free himself, so he prunes himself. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I got a little lost there. Did y'all did y'all fully understand what was going on? Yeah. Yes. Like, that's the point when I understood what was going on. Yeah, that was, like, the clarification. Because remember, it happened in episode one. I was like, what the hell? We didn't see who pruned him. But we were like, yeah. what the hell is going on? But and then, then it all wrapped around. Because then we see Loki say to Sylvie, like, hey, I saw you in the future. What the fuck was that about? And she was like, yeah. why would I know the answer to that? Right. So, yeah, yeah we saw gotcha. that come back around town. And we saw it, like, what the real time situation was so yeah, yeah. Sure. uh that's so, that's the point when it made sense to me and i guess this means like loki is the reason why mobius got taken from the timeline correct like because remember mobius didn't know how he ended up in the tva but according to this timeline loki is the one who grabbed him from being a salesman and pulled him into the tva did, did y'all see that that way or no? Technically, that I guess is what happened. Because the thing is, the way that the MCU explained time travel and then Loki are like the MCU explained time travel one way and then Loki contradicts all of that. Because yeah. the, the way that time travel works is all of the branches. But I guess because the TVA exists outside of the branches and there is only one TVA, um, it works the same way that most time travel does in that if you go back in time, you are affecting the one timeline that exists in the TVA. So based on that, yeah, it looks like paradoxically, it is in fact Loki who recruited um, Mobius. All of them. All Mobius, yeah. B-15, like all of them. But we also don't know because it looks like I didn't take it that way because the way I saw it, Kang still recruited these people and he still wiped their memories and like all of that shit still happened. That's I guess that's what I I couldn't like articulate it, but I guess that's what I thought. It was like. In the future, later on, before Loki got there and took them, tried to use them to help him, Kang comes, picks them up from wherever timeline or, you know, branch they're on, then, 
you know, wipes their memories, uses them in the TVA. But, because but from, what, from what I saw, they did the noodle dance. All the people that he collected. Like, right. They, That's they, true. They, they did the noodle dance. So they, they're, and I was they like, don't Loki exist anymore. went back multiple times. Even like, that's why I was like, he went back multiple times, then eventually grabbed them out of the timeline that they were in, almost almost starting the TVA. But I feel like he who remains still started the TVA. I don't yeah. maybe think, at that time. I don't remember Loki going back any further than the point where Sylvie is about to kill he who remains. Like I don't remember Loki going back beyond that. So that's why I'm still under the Well, he had to cuz remember he he went back to learn everything that cuz Obi was like how long would it take you to learn everything that I know? And he was like what do you say a thousand years or something? Centuries. Yeah. Okay. And with that being the case, I I guess I didn't take that to mean that Loki actually started the TVA and all that because the TVA I guess kind of exists outside of time. We don't know how long it's been there. We right. know the TVA does, but maybe not the people. Yeah, but yeah. So I don't like he remained on grab Renslayer and grabbed um uh like the 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 white lady who was leading the other Minutemen oh, people. Yeah, grab like all the Minutemen people, but then with Loki doing all the time travel, he ended up grabbing B fifteen, Mobius, the other random white dude that I'll never remember his name. Um, like I thought he grabbed them and put them in the TVA at that point. And uh, didn't that they could be true, but I I didn't take it that way. And didn't yeah. they kind of break down the thought of like TVA is outside of time because if you can time slip in the TVA. That means, you know what I mean? Like, if he can jump back to a point in the TVA that happened where they were in the boardroom and he grabs Victor Timely earlier than, you know what I mean? Like, he was time slipping in the TVA, which, if you're outside of time, that shouldn't be able to happen. I don't know. Because then also, it was like, even when he took Mobius, we saw another Mobius basically take that, take the spot. So, like, Mobius saw himself as the father. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so that's why I was like, he he had to take him and put him in the TVA, and basically his other self just continued living. Time dude, time travel be confusing. Yeah, I'd and have to thing, watch it again just to double check. But and the thing that I wonder is, I guess what what happened to Loki because with um with the explosion. Everybody, I guess, got reset to their origin story, except for Sylvie, who just kind of went back to where she was before. Mm -hmm. But Loki lived, survived, just took it, and then just started time slipping again. So did the explosion, like, make him a time god? I, I took it as because he is a god, this didn't affect him. The way Sylvia's too, and she was not affected the same way. Right, but she remembered everything. So like it really didn't affect her. It took her but it took her back, I guess you're saying. Yeah, like it didn't it did not do the same thing to Loki and Sylvie. And Mm. so that's I'm still confused as to why why it didn't affect them the same way, but also what it did to Loki or like what caused Loki to because 
the time slipping thing was explained as you you know basically exist outside of time and so you need to be pruned and then pulled out of the temporal loom so that doesn't apply to this time slipping though right time so, travel yeah like i don't i, I don't that, understand see i know i was time travel. i think i was trying i was trying to talk to this about with david and we were still trying to wrap our head around it it was, it was a little tough i like how also um sylvie and and loki are talking and sylvie tells them um which is something something along the lines of we can't just act like we're gods and then I knew Loki was going to be like, but we are gods. And I'm like, I said yeah, the same you thing. Guys like are gods. Yeah. Before he said it, I said, we are gods. And then yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, gods. yeah, but you guys are gods. And I feel like we, we, I know we mentioned earlier, but like through the series that we often forget that Loki is a god. Right. And I'm glad that they, you know, brought that up because whenever OB was like, hey, we got to reset the system, it's going to disrupt the magic suppressors. Uh, Sylvie and Loki were like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, like got my powers back. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's Loki's true. powers are super unclear, but they are. That, yeah, that's true. And I think that's what's cool about them, but also it's like, is that mischief or is that like just add on stuff? You know what I mean? I think, yeah, like yeah. he can kind of just do whatever he wants, uh, right. whatever, whatever needs to happen. Yeah. Just, it's, yeah. But I'm glad we got to see him use powers like at all. Thanks. I uh I will say like my favorite like scene or I guess sequence, whatever, is when he does go back, learn, or he keep, you know, obviously he's keeping he keeps trying with the loom and everything. But when he goes back to introduce Victor Timely to OB, that was hilarious. He was just like, hey, he wrote this book. Yeah, you guys know each other. That's great. Cool. All right. Now we're gonna do this. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> shit to do. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, just put him in a position to like, all right, this is what's going to happen. This is how I explain it, blah, blah, blah. It was just like, ah, this is, now you're letting Tom Hiddleston uh, cook a little bit. And I like that Mobius was catching, like, he was like, yeah. this time. Right, yeah. Like, so Mo Mobius was catching that, like, no, we, this, why are you saying this time? Right, exactly. The detective, of course, going to catch him. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all did y'all think about like what it felt like to like be placed like when the prisoners and also when the one the uh the actor dude Brad when they placed him in like the little bubble and they got smaller and smaller? Could y'all imagine yeah. that? Bro, I, when I saw that and I was like, that would suck. I knew that when we saw when we saw it, I was like, somebody's gonna get some that's gonna happen to somebody. Yeah, yeah, they're not gonna just introduce that and not use it. Yeah, like it might be Brad later, but like somebody is getting boxed. Yeah. Can you imagine what that box looked like when all the when all the prisoners got bro lit up in that? The box disappears. So yeah. I, I think we just don't we but just I mean before never... that, you know you saw it. Like yeah. To, well, because like the box actually the box no, it didn't flats. disappear because remember B fifteen walked in there and she looked startled to see it. I thought she just saw that it was an empty room. Nah, she was like, like it was like yeah, shocked she like freaked out. Was. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I thought that she knew what happened, but I didn't think she actually saw a flat. No, box. I feel like I feel like I feel like the way she looked at it looked like she yeah. saw it. Her okay, I think she just knew what her, happened. Her reaction seemed like she saw something that was crazy. 
Yeah, but, I'm like, yo, it that is probably going to be disgusting looking. Yeah, that's I crazy. Mean, and for Brad, they should have known that nigga was going to be a traitor. Now, what, am I forgetting what happened to Brad? What ended up happening to him? I I know that she Sylvie enchanted him, and yeah. he pruned Rinslayer. I don't know what happened to him after that. So he might just be out there still. Well, maybe. What if he pruned himself? Wonder. Yeah, he may have pruned himself because I think yeah, like he just came out of the uh, enchantment and was confused. But I can't remember. I was like, I don't think anything. I don't think we know what happened to him. Yeah, I don't know where it, and I don't know where it fits into you know all of the time slipping and the noodle dance and the explosion, and I don't, I don't know where it fits into all of that. Right. So we might see him again. He might just be in 1977 as Brad. Yeah, uh, I think. I wonder if he pruned himself and then because he knew what is. Well, I I don't think he pruned himself only because we didn't see him when we saw Renslayer. With Azaloth or Al Al uh, Elias, uh, yeah, yeah. we we didn't see him there, so I don't think he pruned himself. But also, we don't know. Also, right. just because we saw Renslayer over by Elias, we don't know if he truly got her. So we don't know if she's truly dead or not. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not saying that she is, but we yeah, I was just like I was just saying like so they left it open for like a season three. Oh yeah, I think. I do think this is the last season. I agree. Um, but I do think we'll see Loki I was gonna say, yeah, Based on Loki's new job title, uh, yeah, I think this is... Yeah. I, I was, so I was talking to somebody at work about this. So I thought the next time, this was before we knew everything about the director leaving Kang Dynasty. But I was like, I think the next time we would have saw Loki would have been in Kang Dynasty since the TVA is looking for all the variants for that. And I feel like that would have been the perfect place for him to pop up. Um, mm-hmm. But now at this point, it's like, I don't know. I honestly don't know when we will see Loki again. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll see him, but it's definitely going to have to be somebody's messing with some time travel stuff and they got to go to him to get some help or go to the tree. Honestly, I mean, how do you even get to him? Oh, like, yeah, you, go, you don't the even just get to him. Yeah, I don't know. But it, I guess that... And- also, are branches still just infinitely multiplying? Because Loki made a tree and all that, but like I, the Living. the whole point of the loom, or the the issue with the loom exploding was that branches were being infinitely created. Mm-hmm. Loki destroyed the loom so that it wouldn't be overloaded, and so now there are just branches in there freely. But the multiplying problem is still happening. I don't. Think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I what I so took either. from is because the living tree, I'm pretty sure it's pretty it's comic act. Like that's a comic thing, I'm pretty sure. Well, it's a it's a North mythology thing. Yes. Yeah, okay, gotcha. And so I'm thinking there's not more now, but the ones that are already there can still exist. That's what I and, took it as as well. Yeah. So okay, they so won't get destroyed. I, I, so is it because Loki is there managing it that there aren't they aren't multiplying? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so because before they were multiplying because there was nobody to facilitate. Right. Like, right. Nobody pruning them or anything or keeping them in check. Okay, but now that Loki has formed them into 
the time tree. Idrisil. Uh, yeah. Uh, which I I thought that it was a Norse reference, but since it's made it up of timelines, uh, I yeah I just took that to be like an homage rather than the actual Norse thing. But okay. I, I, yeah. I think I think it is still the North because like I know a little bit about North like that's the same tree that Odin hung himself on for so many days to get the knowledge of the world and everything but it's like Loki from the beginning told us that he wanted to be like you know he wanted to be that head guy glorious he be, purpose he wanted to be yeah he was born for glorious purpose and Odin literally was the most glorious god out there and so I think this is Loki's version of Idrisil and so okay. he is that and- god now. I mean, and them being called branches makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that was that was beautiful too. By the way, no, it was. That was, like I said, that was, I was just gonna say, it was a beautiful end to the. I mean, we'll see him again, but it was a beautiful end to like his story. Like, it was a beautiful long term storytelling as far as like he always wanted a throne. You know what I mean? He's always been looking for glorious purpose. Um, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. So to now, basically, and he's always wanted friends but now he he gave that up to now be alone so those friends can live on and you know what i mean so now it was was an amazing end for this version of loki and i'm guessing they know that loki is in there uh yeah only the tva people yeah well yeah and the fact that they were able to make it to he who remains would lead me to believe they could go talk to Loki if they wanted to. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think so. But also, Only, we don't know what their memory situation is with Loki. I think they remember everything, right? Okay. Because like, they were. All, I don't know if they were. Yeah, everybody was all sad walking in there, and yeah, yeah. Because yeah, remember, at the end, Mobius is like talking to Sylvie. And oh yeah, you mid- how- like it's weird that he's not here. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, conversation. Yeah. Um, I will say, not a big fan of Sylvie's mullet in this season. Mm, I didn't, oh, I didn't mind even, it. I, did, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, it didn't even cross my mind. I didn't. The mind thing it. is, I when I saw her, I was like, I I don't think I like her hair. And then whenever we saw him go back in the past, and we saw the He Who Remains hair, I was like, Yep, I definitely don't like the mullet. It's uh, it's not great. She okay. I'm trying to look at pictures of her now. She usually has short hair, at least from what oh, I'm yeah. Oh, and you know what? Her hair in the her, first uh, season. Her her hair in the first season was fine, but her hair in this season was a short cut. because uh, the short hair didn't bother me. It was the mullet. You're like, right. Yeah, I, I forgot I it was it now. totally different didn't, style. Didn't, yeah, it, it didn't cross my mind, but now looking at it, season one was definitely better. Yeah, but she was also what in the eighties with, so that was like the thing. Yeah, like and I, in Oklahoma. Yeah, I guess I get it, but yeah, like that. Mm, but not not a fan. But <laughs> her first season hair was was better than her second season hair. So one, I guess, thing that remains to be addressed is uh, whenever Docs had people that did escape. Because whenever they caught Docs, you know, pruning branches, and she was like, you know, they've caught us, and she had some of her people just escape into the wherever, 
Yeah. Uh, but they don't know that Docs was like, yeah, I'm a reasonable person. I think that I can help because the TVA is what I like. Oh, that conversation never happened for them. So they are still out there rogue. I would like to know what that's going to mean. And I don't know if that's something that Loki can just handle. I don't know if that's something that the rest of the TVA was made aware of and is going to address because they still have, I assume, jailbroken temp pads. Uh, yeah. I what what I wonder if anything is going to come of that or if we're going to forget that happened. I think they're going to forget. Yeah, I agree. I, I did notice it, though. Even when you read it back, read back the synopsis, I was like, hmm. What happened to those people? But yeah, I think they'll just brush right over it as if everybody got in line when she got in line. Yeah. And so yeah. they didn't go about. Because I was going to say, I'm. we were never told or we were never under the impression that like the rest of her escaped people were captured and taken to the prison room. Right. So they could say that that's what happened like they just went and got all of them before we see them in the prison i mean but yeah we're, we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. we'll see what happens did did miss minutes freak y'all out when she was giving her a speech about wanting to have a body and everything and she, so like, she put her I, clock I knew, face on that on that I doll knew, i knew that's where we were going so no she freaked me out ever since ever since we found out she works for he remains every time she speaks i'm like all right this is a little weird yeah. She I, something. That's the thing. I I clocked it, so I was prepared for it. She's trying to get. I was like, she's trying to get freaky with Victor Thomas. She's talking about she over here want a body. I'm like, yo, what's she yeah. trying Rinslayer to do? was trying to get trying to get about that action. Like, man, yeah, she's like yeah, Victor Tomley, hey man, let's get it popping. Yeah. So yeah, I I was uh, yeah, I guess I was unbothered because I knew what was going on. And I was just waiting for her to say it. Yeah. You know, Victor Tomlin was a virgin, too. So he didn't oh, know yeah. how to handle that situation. Yeah, like he was, he turned her off. Miss yeah. Uh The exactly. Renslayer thing, I think he would have been ready for that. Because whenever, you know, she was like, I need to talk to you. He was like, oh, yeah, I've got the time to talk to you. We can talk. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm. Whenever Miss Minutes manipulated him into throwing her off the boat, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, he put it out fast. Yeah, that was a little surprising. Because yeah. I knew that she was trying to do that, but I, you know, didn't think she'd be successful. Right. But yeah, then um, he wasn't ready for her to, you know, be trying to have him. It's still, it's still odd to me that this Loki is just a variant of the one. The like Loki he Wheel. got the Tesseract. Entire you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like this is this is still like villain in the first Avengers Loki. Exactly, and it's like just it's, like when you think about that, and after all these two seasons, you're like, damn. Like I forgot. It hits me when I think about Thor thinks his brother's dead. Like that's yeah. what it me. I'm like Thor. Don't even know that this version of Loki is even out. There. That's what I was. I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if he would like time slip or just travel to see Thor at a certain time, just to talk to him, talk to his mom, 
You know what I mean? Well, this Thor, Maybe this, this Loki hates Thor at this point. And also, is his mom dead at this point? No, this is, uh, his mom's not dead. Well, he doesn't know his mom's dead. Or his mom hasn't died for him Yeah, like yet. his mom hasn't died for him yet. He hates Thor. Doesn't but, like Asgard. Because this is after Avengers 1. Didn't, didn't Mobius tell, Mobius showed Loki the the scenes though, right? Of Was that a I think so. one? I, I yeah, he say showed he him like when he was talking to him and Loki had the thing on his neck, he showed him. Oh yeah. I think right. he showed him, yeah, like up to the Thanos point and yeah. did so, kind mean, of like a you become a good guy. Right. And you know, yeah, he had that conversation with him. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. But either way, go Thor Thor doesn't have a brother. Like he, right. he just assumes yeah. Loki's yeah, so out if, there just gone. If Thor runs into Loki, then yeah, like Thor's probably not gonna know what to do because Thor lived through all of the happy times with Loki and then watched Loki die. And right. Loki, it like I wonder if they're gonna have to like Thor's gonna have to reconcile the fact that that is not the same Loki he spent those last few like years Peter, like Peter did with um Gamora. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's that's not get help Loki. Right. So yeah, I'm I, when if they do meet whenever that does happen, like we'll we'll see what happens. Uh oh, we didn't mention this, but Taika Waititi is not directing Thor 5, which is good news, but I did see that. Yeah. But that'd be it'd be dope if we got to see Loki in Thor 5. That'd be fire. Whatever whichever Keep him version. as Korg. Him as Korg. Let him do his Korg thing. Yeah, yes, he, he don't. Be cool. He don't need to be. He don't need to be director. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You need to go serious, Thor. More serious, anyways. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, um, whenever Renslayer and Miss Minutes both get rejected, uh, you know they decide to just team up and say we don't need his ass anyway. Yeah. And so what was what was Renslayer trying to do? Like what was her goal Purpose. in this? Was she trying to just retake over the TVA? I think so. Uh that's the vibe I got as well. And, and so I, was she I assume she was unaware of the uh I guess the temporal loom situation. I think I they I told think her. So. I feel like they Told her, but she was kind of like, "I'm like I don't give a damn" or something like that. I, I can't remember. Well, but I, I guess feel they like must they, they must have had to tell her because they were trying to take Victor from her. Yeah, because I feel like they explained it from her. They were like, "Hey, we got a way bigger problem, like, but and we need the aura and all that stuff." And she may have I didn't been know, like, I didn't... she may have figured like, "I need to take over because this shit wouldn't have happened if I hadn't, you know, left in the first place." So yeah, I need. And to I guess Miss Minutes. She just wanted to bring he who remains back. Yeah, I think that's both of them. We're like, they knew like they held a higher status if he who remains is there. You know what I mean? Well, but she I also said, "You will never be him." Yeah, yeah, that was true. creepy. That was. I would have loved to see the the uh, the variant war that they had. I wonder will we ever see that in the MCU? Probably would, if Jonathan, if he gets you know caught guilty or whatever they choose to do with him, 
we won't get that, but I, I wonder will one day will we get that if he does remain. My under like that's what I thought Kang Dynasty would include. Probably like, flashback to I, it. Yeah, like I thought Kang Dynasty would go over that whole thing, and probably right. Yeah, that was that was my anticipation, but who knows? Now who knows? Yeah, yeah. That was but that was second, the thing second, that right. uh, that the the one creepy moment for me with Miss Minutes was like right before she got turned off. Uh, like before before she got reset, mm-hmm. uh, she said, "You will never be him." Yeah. True. I was like, oh. oh, wait, okay. I just confused myself. Okay, so remember when we, when he who remains explained who the first wasn't it Richards, homie? Uh, like who the first he who remains was, or the ones who lived, right? Like the like who was the very first variant? Yeah, because isn't he? Basically, isn't Kang like a descendant of Reed Richards? Isn't he like his? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In real, in the comic book, yes, but I don't remember that. Being I thought reference. I thought Victor was the first one that they established. Probably right. Victor timely. Yeah, was he not the first variant? I think he was because he is the one who wrote the TVA handbook. He is the one, right? Who, like so. Technically, yes. Like, I guess Victor Timely becomes the one who remains. So, I, I guess, okay, I think you're right. I, it sounds like they used the comic version of Re Richards' descendant becoming Kane. Re Richards' descendant, like, he was very smart. He was very, all these things that Victor Timely is. They basically used that, Victor Timely is that, but then separated him from the Reed Richards thing. Cause uh, I was just like, hold on. Cause uh, you know, now that we think Reed Richards is going to be a, you know, a Mexican man, I was like, how the hell is that going to work? I but, mean, uh, over to, uh, uh, yeah. Over time, ain't that far. <laughs> you know what I mean? Late 1800s. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, I'm thinking about it now in Quantumania, the end credit scene, we see uh, Ramata. And he would outdate Victor's timely, but does that but does that mean he outdates him on a different timeline, and not the main sacred, sacred timeline? Yeah, like I think because there are a bunch of branches, uh, there could be you know I do a version. I think, I, but... I think Victor is still the the first on the sacred timeline. Sacred and timeline. And then the other, yeah, I think I think Victor is still the first one. So I think Victor is he who remains. But which is still, know. yeah, like unclear. Yeah, because based on what Ob said, like it is Victor Timely who wrote the guidebook and all of that, which would lead us to believe that that is the person who started all of this, and thereby ends up being he who remains. But because there are an infinite number of variants, and there was a whole war and stuff, we don't really know if that's the case right anybody out there because listen. he who remains referred to victor timely that's as a I, variant of himself yeah that's but also he who remains is the one who came up with the idea to give victor timely the book in the case of his demise true 
So, so wait, is he who remains not Victor Tomlin? I don't think he is. I also don't think he is. But, you know, with time travel bullshit, we don't really know. But that's what I'm saying, because there's only one sacred timeline. So, like, how is Victor Timely on the sacred timeline along with He Who Remains? He Who Remains isn't on a timeline. He Who Remains is outside of time or at the end of it or whatever. Was he always there, I wonder? Well, no. Like, he had to get there, I assume. Well, he had to take the spot. Yeah, like, he he had to win the war and become the timekeeper. So, so I guess before the war, war, maybe there was never any variant on the sacred timeline until he won the war. We gotta, we gotta rewatch season yeah. one finale for us. Because yeah. I, I feel like he goes through it when he does a little claymation thing. I just don't remember what he said exactly. Because he mentions a human being, it sounded very Victor Timely-esque. That's what I'm saying. Like, I thought he was explaining like it was Victor yeah. Timely. But I just don't remember how, how I'd have to rewatch that sequence. I'll look it up on YouTube. But if anyone out there listening knows all this stuff back and forth, hit us up. Let us know. Explain it to us. Yeah, because yeah. time travel bullshit is, is it is in fact time travel bullshit. Right. So, uh, the first time we see the noodle dance is whenever Victor Timely goes out to the loom to try to fix it, and yeah. Bro. That caught, that caught me way off guard. He walked out yeah. there confidently. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, died immediately. And I was like, yeah. oh no! What are they yeah, gonna do now? He was yeah. all like, oh shit, like... And that's the yeah. thing, like, in that episode, uh, I think that's the same episode where Rinslayer gets pruned too. So in yeah. episode four, yeah, that's when the show started moving. Yeah, yeah, nice. people started dying, and and it was not people that we expected to die. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, episode four. At the end of episode four, I, that's when I was like, okay, or and that's also I think when Miss Minutes kills Docs and her squad. So yeah, like episode four, a lot of people die. Yeah, yeah. Episode four is when they really start getting to like season one Loki level, and then five and six ended off really well. But um, no, nah, that the noodle dance part that caught me off. I was like, oh snap, Victor Timely's dead. That's what I, I said. Like, I was like, hell, I was like, what are they gonna do now? Right, yeah. uh, it's over. Like they can't, they can't do it. Right. And then yeah, the the you know, time travel. And, uh, and 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 the power of friendship is how uh, Loki learns how to do it. Thanks. Thanks. So, yeah. Um. All of the people, he you know finds them, and luckily Ob is still like able to help, even though he right. has no idea what's going on. How convenient! The, yeah, the bestseller joint, bro. When he was in the library, and he's. Put his own book on the shelf, picked it up, was like, let me buy this. That was funny. Yeah. It was like, the yeah, barcode's like, not working. And he was like, I'll just pay cash. Don't worry about it. <laughs> there's, five, there's five copies over there. He put all five over yeah. there. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That author, the author life is, is tough. 
and uh yeah so sylvie was yeah sylvie was ready to just keep going with life yeah like, sylvie was very content i was just like like she, i guess I and, get and it, every single time sylvie helped it was because shit was like going to go away yeah so she was like the only reason i'm here is because if i'm not here then there's nothing yeah, well, she, she also in the, told him oh, was you say, no i was just gonna say like when she was in the record shop she was about to damn vibing out and the whole place got <laughs> you know saying cut through that's when she was like okay now i'll help yeah like, yeah fine. i was like yeah yeah she was gonna watch and i guess that's how she ended up back in uh in uh mcdonald's because she had a watch so yeah she did she could just go wherever she wanted but you know also how did the explosion affect her or did she dip out before it exploded also yeah. when when loki like basically pulled back up on her it was like when we talked about like uh you know she he was going to kill her she was like i'm not just going to let you kill me she said like, i'm not just going to if you if you're wanting me to say here's my blessings for killing me i'm not going to do it Right, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know why she would be happy. But like, yeah, kill me. That's what we want to do. Like, right. Well, but like, again, no. I'm sure that Loki was like, this is a logical person. Surely, if I explain the situation to her, <laughs> uh, she'll understand why I have to kill her. She's like, I don't, but, I don't care. But that's like, she knew. She was like, I know how determined I was, and so I know that I said to you, you gonna have to kill me. Right. Like, yeah. I know for a fact that's what I told you. So. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm I'm not gonna give you my blessing to do it, but also oh uh, yeah. I see the predicament that you are in. Cause right. <laughs> I thought it was interesting the the point at which he decided to have a conversation with Mobius. Oh, that was good. Because he did good. it. Yeah, like he chose when they first met, and I thought that was an interesting point to choose. Mm-hmm. To like, I guess, get advice from Mobius. Because that was a Mobius who was still thinking about everything else, not really friends with anybody else. So it was like that was probably the first opportunity. Yeah, a fresh slate yeah. Mobius. Yeah, that was that was the most objective Mobius, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, he had a conversation about the bigger picture, and so that made sense. And then yeah, was... he went to he went to Sylvie essentially like the moment before she disappeared. Right. Now that. That Mobius conversation almost got me, bro. Just because it was just like, oh, okay. You you was like, okay, I need I'm about to make this big decision. I gotta I gotta run this by my guy. You yeah. know what I mean? And my guy that's you know isn't aware of our experiences, is isn't aware of how close we've gotten. Like he's yeah. just giving me a straight up, you know, answer. And I was like, damn. That's good yeah, stuff. Like the objective, unbiased version of Mobius. I thought that making that decision was like interesting. Like that was interesting right. to me. Yeah. And so I guess that's the only time Loki slipped pre He Who Remains, uh, reaching He Who Remains. I think that's correct. I think. So I guess that's the earliest he slips to. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a not a great yeah, question, so. but like I kind of wonder how he was able to prune himself when every well, I guess that wasn't a time slip situation because 
how when he was time slipping, he was going back into his own body. So he wasn't time slipping and then there were two of him. He would time right. slip back into himself at that point. Yeah. Uh, so how were there two of him when he pruned himself? But I guess that's because he needed to prune himself. Yeah, but I also don't. This is that time travel mumbo jumbo. It made more sense watching it. Now I'd have to explaining it. I can't remember. It's like once you yeah, once you gotta actually dissect it and say it out loud, you're like, yeah, let me it's just not let me just stop talking. <laughs> yeah. But uh do we think that Loki addresses the uh celestial? That's just a notion. Here we go with that one. Uh, he definitely does not, because Marvel has definitely forgotten about the giant <laughs> celestial <laughs> that's hanging out the side of Earth. Man, I trust, I trust Feige, man. He's smart enough to know. All right, we're going to address this. It's just we got to get it right. <laughs> I mean, just... he he's not going to address it next year, because I think the only movie slated to come out next year is Deadpool. So, uh... I, I did, ooh. That's a good segue. I did hear that Mobius and Miss Minutes are going to be in Deadpool three. Don't know why. Random as hell, but I heard they're going to be. I can in. see. I can see Miss Minutes popping up. Mobius would be random for me. Mobius would be hilarious. Think of a Mobius well, going back and forth with Deadpool. The fact that Deadpool has a time travel watch or whatever. Yeah, you could definitely uh, see old Mobius showing up. Like, all right, there's a hell of a variance here. What the fuck? Like, all right, let's let's rattle. You know, let's get rid of some of these. So, and um, I did issue a spoiler warning for everything that exists in this universe. So, we can talk about Miss Marvel. Mm, true. And in Miss Marvel, uh, you know the Marvels. That's what I said. We see. Uh, <laughs> we see where Monica ends up and I'm wondering if that's where Deadpool is. Mm. Could be. And I mean, they have said that the Deadpool movie is him going through. Well, I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but a lot of the big rumor is that he's going through and killing off a bunch of different timeline, you know, X-Men characters, uh, the Sony universe, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Deadpool has a comic book where he kills everybody. Yep. Yeah. And uh, in the end of Deadpool 2, we see that he, you know, shoots himself reading the Green Lantern script. Like, we we see that that fourth wall doesn't matter. Right. Especially Deadpool. Yeah. They can do all the timey-wimey shit they want in that in Deadpool. No one cares. Deadpool's going to do what he wants. And yeah. so, yeah, like we don't. I I wonder is this going to be a sequel to the Fox Deadpool, or is this going to be you know? So I I I wonder what they're going to do. It's going to be um, hilarious if Deadpool addresses the giant. <laughs> so bro, I, he, I honestly he can't not do it. Like, yeah, <laughs> if there's a movie to do it, he shows up in this particular world and is like, "What the hell? <laughs> like, we just got yeah." You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? So, what if, that, if there's a time to do just it? Sit in here. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I agree. That's perfect. They can leave it there. Let's just address it, make fun of it, yeah, and then address it later on down the line. If we address it correctly, yeah, I agree. 
I will I say I do want to see Deadpool interact with She-Hulk. Yeah, oh, I want to. That's gonna be like yeah. when dudes will be like into real big women. That's oh, gonna be bro, Deadpool. He about to be, bro, he'd be like, "Can you turn into the Green Lady again?" Like, I want to holler at her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a little horny. You know, yeah, he get horny about the weirdest shit. So, um, so do you guys think? I mean, I think I know the answer, but do we think season two is better than season one, or season one better than season two? From what I remember, I'm... oh, go ahead. Go, no, no, you good. Go ahead. From what I remember, uh, season one is better than season two, or I, you know, would give season one a higher rating than I'd give season two. Same, I feel the same. Okay, yeah, what you think? I agree. I think season one just had it, it just captured you in a different vibe. It was like a different MCU than we'd ever seen before. It was. TVA was fire. Just learning more about that was amazing. Um, this one had to set up a little bit more, um, whereas the other one, you know, we were cool with just whatever characters we got. And and, and like you said, Spencer, like the the dialogue when they did it in this show in this particular season was amazing. It, per per usual, the writing was great. It was just in the last season, it was just a lot more like I'm in a room, I'm talking to somebody. And that's they do that for 15 minutes, you know what I mean? And so I think it's better for sure. Season one is better. Uh, but season two, I was worried that it wasn't going to live up to any hype. But, you know, it did a very good job. I was I had similar concerns just because. It wasn't looking good after the first episode, and we have seen the MCU's track record post Endgame. Right, exactly. And it is spotty. Yeah. So I and we I mean, not only post in game, but especially with shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like the, recent shows. And yeah. The good thing with Loki is like, you know, they put the budget behind it because they always give Loki a, a movie level budget. Yeah. But it was it was just like, all right, are we going to land this plane? correctly you know and yeah i will say like loki is a show that got better as it went yeah exactly yeah exactly and i think they stuck the landing agree agree L- little rocky start uh especially like i said six episodes little rocky start but at the end of but, the day and that's the thing. these episodes were long like i'm yeah. gonna be honest when i was seeing the run times for these episodes i was like god damn it <laughs> I gotta sit here for 48 I gotta sit here for 57 minutes like yeah I was it was it, I thought it was gonna be a chore but uh, I ended up being happy with it yeah so now after talking about the entire show in the entirety what do you guys want to rank it now what do you guys want to give it a grade Brandon uh, we'll start with you uh, I ain't gonna lie I, I kind of want to give it more just because the characters were dope, and I'm thinking of like certain interactions, like you talked about with with Loki going back and talking to Mobius that last time and shaking his hand. Ah, that almost got me. But I'm gonna keep it at an eight. I think I think it's a, a solid B, eight and a half. I wouldn't be mad at eight and a half either. But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it at an eight. Spencer, I could go eight and a half. Uh, I think 
I think I'm good with eight though. Like I, I could, I could go eight point five, but I'll, I'll call it an eight. Yep. Um. Well, I guess it is unanimous because I am also going eight, and I only reason I'm not going higher is because the first two episodes, especially the first episode, it didn't do anything for to push the story forward for a six season for a six episode season, and like just for that reason alone, episode one, I'm going to keep it at an eight, huh? but. Wouldn't be mad at eight point five either. So I like it. Okay, is is that it? Any other comments? Uh, do TV shows have right? No, we don't do that for TV shows. Never mind. Nah, I yeah, we don't do that. TV shows. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I'm pretty uh, sure this has a high high ratings either way. I'm I'm assuming in the eighties, but I don't think it made it to the nineties. Uh, especially. If if people feel the same way we do, then I'm thinking low mid eighties. Uh, but season one was uh, season one was something different, and this yeah. could be a situation where because season one was new, we hadn't done this yet. Uh, right, it was still an expectation issue. Like yeah. people needed to be blown away or nothing. Yeah, so. I agree with that. But you know I mean? um, oh, oh yes, one yes, I do have something else. Mobius specifically mentions finding a Kang in a six one six adjacent place. Oh, I forgot about that. The quantum verse, the quantum verse, quantum reference. Yeah, that was a quantum mania yeah. reference because he said mm. he also found so a variant in, and I, I was. He's like they look. They seem like they handled it. Yeah, because whenever he said uh, adjacent, I was like, what What does that mean? Because mm-hmm. my first thought was like a 6-1, because like, I thought it was like a, a, a universe where there are Fantastic Four and X-Men or something. But then I thought about it and I was like, no, because that would be parallel and that would have a different name. So adjacent has to mean existing kind of within 616. And so I eventually like got to, oh, it's a quantum mania reference. But at first I was thinking really hard about, oh, that could be, you know, a step in the direction of uh, getting something fantastic. Cool. Like, yeah, something, something else. Right, I missed that. I mean, I must. I mean, they yeah. said it, but I didn't connect it to. It was quick too. I also, but the nerd in me is also pretty mad every time they reference the MCU as the six one six because it's not. yeah that anno- yeah that annoys me. But, yeah, yeah, it was a little quantum manum shout out right there. Yeah, okay. but it. I will say it took me a minute to get there because initially I went in. I was. You know, going all over the place, and I was like, right. "Oh wait!" So, yeah, yeah. Okay. If y'all didn't know that, or if y'all didn't catch that, that's uh, that's the situation. Is um, they are Mobius refers to them handling the Quantum Mania Kang. Yep. Nice. So well. If people enjoyed the show as much as we did, or maybe they didn't enjoy the show, you can definitely let us know. And I told you earlier where we at on all social platforms. Um, Facebook group, that's the biggest one. Find us in there. Hit us up. Let us know your thoughts on Loki. 
from what I understand, it's got a lot of positive feedback from a lot of people that I know. But I'd love to hear from the other people. So, all right, sure. fellas. We're, we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs> <laughs>